welcome to another episode of Shouting in the Evening, brought to you by the Shite International Theatre Company. Just for this week, we have a special double bill with an African theme running through it. So please sit back and enjoy two plays for the price of one. Make yourselves comfortable. The performance is about to begin. As Kirsty turned over in bed, she heard a soft creak from the far corner of the room and knew that if she opened her eyes, it would be there again. The first time she saw the elephant in her room, she'd screamed, something she was still a bit embarrassed about. Kirsty wasn't the type of girl to scream. She was the type to run and jump and climb trees. She played football better than either of her brothers and had hardly even cried when she broke her wrist last summer. But that night... A sound had escaped her mouth that was high-pitched and squeaky, like a little mouse caught in a trap. It was understandable, really. It's not every day that you wake up to find an elephant sitting in the corner of your room. The sound of her scream was loud enough to wake Mum, but Kirsty soon realised the elephant was invisible to everyone except her. This fact was both thrilling and terrifying in equal measure. After Mum turned out the light and closed her bedroom door, Kirsty had sat up and watched the elephant for a long time. It wasn't scary. It didn't charge at her or wave its trunk or ears at her. It just sat there looking at her with its big eyes. Kirsty wished it would talk to her like the ones in the Disney movies. It would have been fun to have a pet elephant to sing and dance with, maybe even go on adventures with. They could have flown through night skies with her holding on tight to its tail or stepped through a magic portal to have a dangerous jungle quest. Instead, they just sat looking at each other, night after night, while the elephant only blinked and sighed to itself. She had tried asking it questions and even sneaked a banana upstairs once to feed it. But it just sat there. It smelt faintly of warmth and wood shavings, like Dad's workshop in summer, and didn't seem to mind if she stayed in bed, sat next to it, or even gave it a cuddle. It just watched her with those sad eyes and was gone when she woke up in the morning. The first night, she thought she was dreaming because she'd watched a nature program all about African elephants. She just assumed this one was a figment of what her mum always called her overactive imagination. However, that was weeks ago now, and still the elephant appeared every night without fail. It had become comforting, a routine event that she could rely on. She gave up wondering why it came to see her and just enjoyed its company. Early on, she had mentioned to one of her brothers that she'd seen an elephant in her room at night, But his reaction, and the subsequent ridicule, convinced her to keep it to herself. What would happen if someone else saw the elephant? Kirsty had seen enough movies to know it would not end well. They'd probably drag the poor thing away and experiment on it, or lock it up in a cage. Perhaps the elephant couldn't be caught, and would disappear in a puff of smoke. But it was real enough when she touched it, and she couldn't take the chance of putting it in danger. As Kirsty opened her eyes, she smiled. Its trunk slowly swayed from side to side as it blinked its deep brown eyes at her. She slid a hand out from under the covers and finger-waved at it. Perhaps she thought, somewhere in Africa, there's an elephant who wakes up every night to see a little girl next to him. Perhaps she thought, I'm not real at all, and just the dream of an elephant. Perhaps...
that was The Elephant in the Room. And now, the second part of this week's double bill, entitled The Little Girl Under the Tree. Every night the same thing. She would appear under the tree, and at first Andlova thought that he might be imagining things. It had been a long time since they'd eaten more than a few berries a day, and even longer since they had drunk from clean, clear water. Perhaps this was what happened when you were hungry and thirsty. You saw things. Glover had seen humans before, but never so pale, and never so small. All the humans he had seen were tall things with bare round heads and a spear in their hand. This one had long, straight hair and a bright smile. He knew it was a little girl because of her hair and her dress. Also, her hands were soft. Soft and kind. She seemed as scared as he was at first, but the more he saw her, the more they got used to each other. Sometimes she would just lie under the tree and smile sleepily at him. Sometimes she would come over and sit with him for a while. There was something about her that calmed him and made him forget his troubles. Having lost his mother, he now stayed with the rest of the herd as they searched for food. Sometimes his days were spent with an aching stomach and a heavy heart. If the rains didn't come soon, they'd have to move on and try somewhere else. He was worried that that would mean him getting lost or left behind. He was also worried it would mean having to leave the little girl. She always appeared in the same place. If he left, would she still appear to him? Perhaps she was some kind of angel, just for elephants. If he died, would she take him gently by the trunk and lead him to his mother? He missed his mother so much. With a sigh, Undlovu waved his trunk at the girl as she waved her little fingers at him. He wished she could understand him, that he could tell her how much he looked forward to seeing her and how much she comforted him. As if she could see it in his eyes, the little girl crawled over to him and curled up next to him. She trailed one arm over his back and with the other hand stroked his trunk. They both closed their eyes as she began to hum a little tune. With a sigh, Andlovu realised that he wouldn't leave with the herd. He couldn't. This magical little girl was the only comfort he had. He couldn't risk losing her. He was hers and she was his. She was all the family he had and somehow he would find a way for them to stay together. As the African moon shone through the tree, a breeze drifted over the dry earth. The rains were on their way, and Glover could smell them coming. Soon the grass would grow, and the leaves would be plentiful, and there would be no need to move on. With a different sigh, one of contentment, Glover rested his head gently against the little girl and counted his blessings. That was... The Elephant in the Room and The Girl Under the Tree, both written by Ali Gallo and both starring Lauren Huckle. Thanks go to our esteemed technical wizard, Ian, for sound manipulation and button wrangling. Join us again next week for another Shouting in the Evening production. Cheerio! Cheerio!